Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And this is our special gaming episode. Because D23 went way too fucking long for our our regular episode. Yes, quite a bit. But we tried. We tried to get everything in one episode. It just didn't work out. So here we are. They went too hard and they ruined that for you. part two. It was definitely not our fault. Definitely not. (laughs) Alright, well let's get into it, huh? Yeah, yeah. First, my shameless plug. I am number one in Sticky Kills in Halo Infinite. Mm -hmm. I started Twitch streaming because of it. Yep. So come check me out. I've grown a little bit, and I'd like to keep growing. Have some fun conversations with fellow gamers and see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably be doing the Modern Warfare 2 beta as well coming up. Good we'll, deal. we'll talk about the details on that uh, when that's available for people too later in the episode. So yeah. come check that out. Hopefully you'll like what you see. You'll follow. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into all these gaming releases that we uh, have coming up. Yeah. Let's go. Um, since we won't be around the next week or so for an episode, I have more stuff on the list. So kind of cushion for everybody to know what's coming out yes. when we're not around. Because there's no other way to figure it out. No, we're the only way. Yeah. Exclusive <laughs> content. Yeah. So, Game Pass Deathloop is going to be out on the 20th. Uh, it's going to include an extended ending to the game. This was a very popular game when it came out. And it was PS5 only. Um, and I think it's going to be on PS Plus Extra. Is this the one And Premium. Had, uh... So I think people will be able to play it as well on both Xbox and PlayStation for their uh, services. This nice. is the one that's like a first person uh, yeah, die, yeah. repeat, try to figure out what you have to do to yeah. get through it. Yeah, okay, yeah. I remember this one. Yeah. Gotcha. It wasn't a game that I was that interested in, even though it was getting really good reviews. But, like, I will play it since I have access to it through Game Pass and PlayStation Plus or whatever the hell. Extra premium, whatever they're calling themselves these days. Yeah. Keep changing it on everybody. Yeah. Uh, Right. Switch has Splatoon 3, which I didn't know was even a thing. (laughs) That came out on the 9th. And so, yes... Anyone who was looking for the third installment in the Splatoon series, it's out. Apparently, it's like one of the best-selling games in Japan ever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good to know. A game called 13 is coming out on Switch on the 13th. Appropriately. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just caught that Did you now. just catch it when you were reading it? Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, okay. And Return <laughs> to Monkey Island is coming out on the 17th for Switch. Cool. Uh, multi-platform. Here's where we get a chunk of stuff. Okay, for all the NBA players out there, or just people that watch the NBA, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> it's like only <laughs> no, NBA No, we player. exclusively tailor to NBA players who yeah. listen to us. Yeah. 2K23 came out on the 9th. So that is out for people who want to play basketball on their TV. Yeah, not in real life. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We talked about this game a while back. Uh, I think E3-ish time they had a demo out for this game. Uh, It's called Metal Hellsinger. This will be out on the 15th 
this was the it was like a first person shooter kind of felt like it was like a doom game mm-hmm. but it was based off the music would be created by like the tempo would be created by killing okay that and one keeping a flow of mm-hmm. like killing the enemies it's really and all interesting that. yeah yeah i think they had like a big list of of metal bands that were included in yeah. the, the soundtrack and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah so that's something i hope will be on like game pass or something at some point because yeah. i'd be interested in that that one. would be cool to check out for sure uh Long fallen dynasty is the next game by team ninja and apparently there's a demo out currently for people who have PS5 and Xbox Series X. So next-gen users can play the demo for this game. Unfortunately, it's not out for PS4 or Xbox One. Lame. Yeah, so <laughs> that's unfortunate. But it will be on those consoles. They just don't have the demo for it. Okay. I assume it's just their way of like really showing showing off the next-gen how stuff. good they can make the game look. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Alright, there is a game coming out called Serial Cleaners on the 22nd. This game apparently is a sequel to a game just called Serial Cleaner. Okay. And the premise is they clean murder scenes for the mob. What? It's like a top-down... I looked at the like a little trailer video yeah. of it. It's like top-down, some kind of indie game. It, it caught my interest. Yeah, the concept is kind of funny, so... Yeah. Might check it out. And again, for sports people, if you are into football or what we call soccer in America, yeah, FIFA 23 is going to be out on the 29th. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's kick some balls. We're big sports fans. <laughs> I mean, I like hockey. Yeah, I said sports like in general. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded very sarcastic. Okay. Well, I mean, it was. Uh, yeah, okay. But I, I, I thought it was. I wasn't saying, like, we don't like sports, but, you know, it's fine. It's forget it. It doesn't matter. I was just making a reference to the fact that we don't give two shits about basketball or soccer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, so you were trying to, like, assure people that we do like sports. No, I wasn't. Okay. I was I... just being sarcastic. It's okay. okay. Let's just move on. Okay. Obviously, it failed. <laughs> you even stumped me, so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Clearly. All right, moving on. Yeah. This was a part of the D23 showcase setup. Uh, Marvel and Disney had a games showcase where they announced some stuff. Most of it was kind of mobile garbage, in my opinion. And I was like, oh, okay, why did we have this? But they had a couple good things. And one of those was a game revealed from Amy Hennig. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a title yet, but it is a Marvel game that's going to star Captain America and Black Panther during World War II. So it looks like, I don't know if it's four-player co-op or they just have access to four different players you could be, but the the teaser showed that you could be Black Panther, Captain America, a soldier, or a spy. So I'm not quite sure if this is like a co-op game or single player with options of who you can play as yeah at the very least i would hope that it's like a two-player co-op given Mm -hmm. like the whole emphasis on black panther and captain america you know what i wonder if they'll do it kind of it could be which i don't really want it to be this way but it could be kind of like (sighs) 
it's like the Telltale Batman game where like depending on the thing you can choose whether you want to be like what character you want to be like you can be you can be Bruce Wayne or Batman for that particular section. Mm. I wonder if they would do something like that with this if it's single player but you choose which character for each mission or whatever. Just a thought. It's possible. So you think like depending on what part of the game you're playing you'll be a different character yeah and like that's... it's like it fits to their mechanics and what they do yeah it that could would be. make sense yeah but i would rather it be multiplayer because i think that sounds fun more fun yeah well <laughs> i if i'm correct i believe she has worked on the uncharted games in the past so oh okay if that's who i'm thinking she is it's probably more of a open world single player okay type well not necessarily a single player but you know like that style of a game open world yeah stealth I get obviously you. with black panther it's probably gonna have stealth in there gotcha yeah um not a spy <laughs> this isn't going to be the game that we heard about that the black panther game right this isn't this do you think this is a different game it's probably a different game because that that whole premise was like the black panther died and you you were like taking the mantle and right yeah so, i think this is a different game okay that's just interesting yeah. We got two games. Yeah, I also feel like the um, uh, the spy is clearly so it's like the leader of the Wakandan spy network, but like in the graphic, it kind of looked like Adora Milaje. So maybe it's just like what they're. Well, here's the the list of the players. So they have names apparently. Weird. <laughs> so it says four playable heroes: a young Steve Rogers, aka Captain America, mm-hmm. Azuri. T'Challa's grandfather of the World War II era Black Panther, mm-hmm. Gabrielle Jones, a U.S. soldier and member of the Howling Commandos, and then Nanali, leader of the fledgling Wakandan spy network. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting that the costuming of the Wakandan, the Nanali character, looked very, I felt like just briefly looking at it, it looks kind of similar to what the Dora Milaje wear. Well, yeah, and I mean, I don't know if they exist during this time period, but That's like, true. it's yeah. possible that like this was like an early concept mm-hmm. of what they ended up becoming. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, and it's going to take place in Paris and Wakanda. They highlighted uh, in the the teaser they had Hydra. I saw like, that on like a folder. So yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming we're going to be seeing a lot of Hydra. I mean, it's World War Two, so we kind of have to, right? I mean, right. It would yeah. make a lot of sense. Which then means, are we seeing Red Skull? Yeah. Good question. Yeah. I'm curious. Like, they would have to have some kind of Black Panther uh, villain, right, in yeah. there? Yeah. So I'm curious who they would use for that. Yeah, I mean, it's probably nobody that we're aware of from MCU because we don't know. Well, any... not MCU. Yeah. yeah but, like... But obviously from the comics. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, moving on. Midnight Suns. They had an update. The game is now going to be releasing on December 2nd of this year. It was delayed, but they didn't have an official date. Gotcha. So, not too much later than it was going yeah, to. Yeah, that's not terrible. Uh, there's a new Switch game announced for Disney. It's called Disney Illusion Island. 2023 is going to be the year it releases, I guess. So, okay. there's no official date. It's a 2D four-player co-op. Starring Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. Old school. Yeah. It was very... <laughs> even the art uh, looked very um, retro. Okay. Mickey cartoons and stuff. Gotcha. Like the old... Like black what, and white status? Yeah. Or like they're on the... What's that? What's that one cartoon? The, the With the boat 
Yeah, where he's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His like hips are going up and down. He's yeah, like yeah. driving the boat. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it's called, but I'm picturing what you're talking about. Hip thrusting Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that's what they called him yeah, at the time. I'm definitely picturing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Uh, it's basically they just reminded everybody that the game exists. It's a AAA game that's coming out on consoles at some point. I'm assuming they're going to tie it to the release of the movie. But they also announced a mobile game called Avatar Reckoning. It's an MMORPG shooter, which will let you customize your own avatar and explore Pandora across multiple game modes. Okay. It looked like it was just like a a third-person shooter, but, you know. But it's a mobile game? I'm sure it's going to be free-to-play and, Hello, microtransactions. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to (laughs) be that design, right? Yeah. Uh, And... I didn't see this, but in the news after the showcase, uh, there was apparently stuff about Gargoyles Remastered coming out on consoles and PC at a later date. So this is the game from like the 90s. Mm-hmm. It was like Super NES Genesis, I think. Gotcha. Time. Uh, and I guess they're going to give updated visuals and controls for it. I don't think I saw anything about this game, so I don't know... <laughs> where it came from but what is it that it, you you always wanted you wanted to make a gargoyles movie i mean yeah i have yeah. this i okay. have like a yeah. whole idea okay. for a live action gargoyles okay. movie that's what it is yeah i think it would be great but yeah. you know i don't know anybody who <laughs> works at disney or yeah gives a fuck so yeah it well, lives on in my head maybe one day <laughs> all right so that was basically it for the Disney Marvel game showcase. They had a couple other mobile things for uh, Marvel, but like it was just like it. They felt like they were just like, oh, it's the same thing we already have on mobile, but now it's card based instead of having the characters. But you're still collecting the, you know, it's just oh, like okay. spend shit ton of hours so, and money trying to get these characters on a card versus makes it more lame. Yeah. The strike, whatever, <laughs> that they have out already. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but there was other showcases. We had like a, what, a billion showcases this um, week? Almost this last week? an infinite number, yeah. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> is this a joke? Do they all plan this just to screw us? And I feel like we didn't know about most of them ahead of time. Yeah, like... I think I found out about <laughs> Ubi Forward from you. I was like, wait, yeah. that, that happened? Yeah, I just happened to see something about it, about how it was going to be that day or the next day or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So, we'll get into our PlayStation State of Play yes. for September. Uh, Tekken 8, it is just revealed that it's going to happen. It's going to be on PS5 for sure. They didn't have any disclaimer about it being on PS4. It just said PS5. So... I don't know if that's just them trying to market PS5 specifically or if it's going to be a next-gen only game. It's a good question. Yeah. Hopefully all the hardcore Tekken fans have PS5s. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Uh, God of War Ragnarok was not at this thing, but they did reveal a limited edition DualSense controller that will be available at launch with the game. Okay. Here's what's weird about this. I have no interest in this, mm-hmm. like to go buy this controller, right? Mm-hmm. But 
I feel like I would have cared more about buying one of the game bundles. You know, like the they had the different editions for the game yeah. itself mm-hmm. that were extremely expensive. Yes. If this was included in one of those, yeah, or just like a game and controller bundle by itself, I would probably be more inclined to get it. Get it. Yeah. It. I don't know. I know it's just like... Sony just like, well, I'll just give us your money. But like, yeah, I yeah. just. To me, it's like it, there's not much of an incentive to just go buy this controller. It's blue? I think it has like a an outline of the two characters in the middle, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the sides are blue. I guess I'm just surprised by the color scheme, but I think uh, it's... Yeah, I mean, I guess because you just, you think God of War think of is red. red around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, his... Because yeah. of your Xbox Well, I think because the whatever. game is more focused on the sun. Okay. Like, you play as Kratos, but mm-hmm. I think it's really, the story is more focused around what the fuck his name is. I can't remember. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, it's not going to happen. I, I want the kid to die. Yeah. I don't like him. He's annoying. <laughs> He's a brat. The whole first game, I'm like, can we just, like, let him die? Yeah. But you know what they're doing is they're shifting to have him be the lead after oh, this trilogy. Yeah. And then we're going to follow him. And I'm not going to care. <laughs> Sorry. It sucks because, like, in the first game they reveal, like, who he is. Mm-hmm. And, like, the character, you're like, oh, cool. But, like, I don't know. I just don't care what they've done with the character in the game itself. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's my two cents. Yeah. Just two, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Here's two cents. Here's another two cents. <laughs> There's no wonder there's oh, a penny Oh, I found shortage. some two cents in my other pocket. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to the game. I am. It's going to be fun. I just, I don't know. I'm over this having to fucking cater to a child while I'm fucking <laughs> killing monsters. Yeah. It's supposed to be an escape. <laughs> well, I just, like, all, like, I feel like all Sony games now have a child that you have to take care of in a yeah. game. And it's yeah. just like, come on. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people who play these games have children in real life and they probably don't want to have to take care of yeah, a child in a like, game. Yeah, they're like, can I kill the child? <laughs> if the game is find many ways to kill this child, then sure, I will be playing it. All right, moving on, moving on. Yeah. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. This was revealed for PSVR 2. It, I think it was called officially Tales from Galaxy's Edge or something like that. Okay. So... We were kind of talking about this. We aren't sure. We weren't sure if this was like a remake, a new game. Because we know that Galaxy's Edge is a thing at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. So I looked into it. What it looks like is they did some kind of promotional thing for this game. What it was coming out on Quest. Oh, right. And so they had it available at the parks for people to play. I assume demo. And I, it looks like this is a new version, which is going to be on PSVR 2. So I think it's going to be the same stuff mm-hmm. that was on Quest. Maybe some extra features or something. Gotcha. It doesn't seem like it's a brand new game. But they show different locations, enemies, and allies in the game that you can... Yeah, honestly, it seems like from the Star Wars more universe. than I would expect from a VR game. Unless there's like... You know, like I feel like a lot of the VR things that we've had are like very short Mm -hmm. as far as that this kind of vr game 
Um, well, VR, PSVR 2, I think they're trying to expand it to be more of like, these are full game yeah. type experiences. Well, that's good. At least I hope. Well, we also have some bad news about oh, no. PSVR later on. Okay. We'll talk about in our quick news. Okay. Our DTF quickies, if you will. <laughs> yeah. All right. On the topic of PSVR 2, though. Uh, a game called Demio was announced. It's a cooperative dungeon crawling survival game based around tabletop esque worlds, roll di- rolling dice, and dishing out cards in VR. I don't understand. Why do you need VR for that? So you can play with your friends at afar. Okay, I guess that's. I fair. mean, why? Why? Then why do you need video games in general? No, that's different. Like, if it's, I'm just wondering, see, this is the thing, like, about video games. I feel like some video games are, like, confusing because it's like, well, I could just play this in real life. I could play these cards. I could play this card game. Mm-hmm. I could play this tabletop I'll have game you, in real I'll life. I'll have you know. I had some of my, my greatest times playing games were back on Xbox 360 playing Texas Hold'em. <laughs> okay. Very basic ass generic game. I think it was even like it wasn't even no, it was online. I didn't really play online though. I played just against AI. You could do like difficulties. I put on the highest difficulty. You can't reasonably play Texas Hold'em with yourself in person. I just think it's funny to see like a VR game to play a tabletop RPG because like you could just go somewhere and play a tabletop RPG. That's all I was saying. Mm, okay. It's fine. We're good. You hate me. What if your friends are in other states and you can't uh, physically go? to their house and roll dice i guess you're right i'll just go fuck myself it just seems like you're you're hating <laughs> on the the losers that don't have friends nearby. no i'm not it just aka me no <laughs> not that i would play this game yeah i was like this doesn't seem like your kind of game if not i i've never done the tabletop stuff not that i'm against it i just don't understand it and i'm okay with that yeah <laughs> i've dealt with it yeah all right, Like a Dragon Ishin uh, is going to be releasing on PS4 and PS5 February of next year. It is it's a feudal Japan samurai story based in the Like a Dragon universe. Okay. So that's pretty cool sounding. Yeah. I think this already had a release in Japan. I think they're just giving it a Western release. That's good. A game called Pacific Drive was revealed by... Ironwood Studios. It's a driving game set in a post-apocalyptic Pacific Northwest due out next year. Uh, appears to have environmental damage like weather. I don't it I didn't see any actual creatures or anything, but like it's an apocalyptic world and it looks like it's all weather-based enemies, I guess. It's like okay. you're driving through trying to avoid like fallen trees. Yeah, lightning. <laughs> Hail. I don't, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> okay, interesting. It was an interesting looking game. Alright. Yeah. Bandai Namco revealed Sinduality for next year. It's a third person shooter featuring mechs and, an, and a colorful art style akin to Nier Automata. Okay. It looked interesting. And I played the, the Nier game. I didn't like finish every... Because that, that game is like... There's different stories as you beat it. You can play different like... Uh, I, I don't guess perspectives, mm. scenarios. Okay. So it's like there's a lot of different scenarios for that game. So I expect that to be kind of a thing within this. But gotcha. it, it looked, it looked good. 
Okay. All right. Project Eve has officially gotten a new name called Stellar Blade. It's going to be a PS5 console exclusive. It's a very futuristic sci-fi setting and story. Uh, visually, this game reminded me of kind of like an Elden Ring meets Bayonetta. Yeah, I the way the gameplay got, looked. I got a lot of Bayonetta vibes. There was the graphics there was, were there was some jiggling. There was lots of jiggling. On the female all, side, at least. In all the right places. And in, in, yeah. in every place on a female body that could jiggle, yes. basically. <laughs> and when they were standing still, like there was nothing happening. <laughs> they just turn their head and their, their boobs jiggle. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was very specific target market, I assume. <laughs> yeah. People like video games. Yeah, duh. <laughs> That's obviously what I meant. <laughs> Yeah, no, I this was interesting. Like, I, I'd never really played Elden Ring, but it like I've seen the game and like the creatures in this looked very similar to me to like something you would see in that kind of a game. Mm-hmm. Very like unique creatures, <laughs> very disturbing looking things. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious if this is gonna be that kind of gameplay where it's open world and you just kind of go and fight random bosses and stuff, or if there's gonna be more of a linear story to this one. Oh, that's a good question. I'm interested in it. We'll see. It's a. I think it's a Korean developer too. Yeah, Upshift. I think is what it, or Shift Up. Okay. All right. And then last in the state of play for PlayStation, Rise of the Ronin is a PS5 console exclusive coming out in 2024. It's going to be an open world samurai game from the developers that made Neo. So also kind of like more like an Elden Ring time kind of game. It's very uh, difficult. It's about getting good if you will yeah <laughs> that's the story is you getting good yeah <laughs> yeah they give you like a summary of what to expect in the yeah. game and it's like number one a samurai sucks <laughs> and he needs to spend his time getting good <laughs> are you up to the task i hope that's what it is A lot of samurai stuff yeah so that, that's very true i i was realizing yeah there's some some samurai stuff hanging out in this uh state of play here mm-hmm. who would have guessed <laughs> yet none of it's onimusha the one thing that people do want in this world <laughs> i don't know throwing that out there all right we talked about ubi forward they had some announcements and by some i mean like it's basically just assassin's creed it felt like well I guess is, like Ubisoft is, is just Assassin's Creed now. Like I, they have some other stuff, but like yeah. it felt like that was basically it. Yeah. All right. So they announced, which was I think was already leaked. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Infinity. Uh, it's so it's not a game. It's a hub where all future titles will be located for Assassin's Creed games. Okay. So what does that mean? So like a like origin type, like a store? Is that what we're talking I about? I don't see I, I don't <laughs> think it's a store. I think it might just be like I guess in my head I perceived it kinda like remember PlayStation what was it? Home? Was it? Yeah. We used to play that. Yeah, yeah. Like when we were yeah, dating long fun. distance, we'd play yeah. that together. <laughs> that was so for our fun. dates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I to me, at least in my head, that's what they're doing. It's some kind of a virtual hub like that, and then mm-hmm. maybe you go into the games from there. So kind of like in um, this is a weird reference. Like but that like, could be like the future 
modern time. Yeah. And then you go into the different... Like in, um, oh fuck, what's the little little PlayStation 5 guy, that game? Yes. Where you jump into the universes or whatever to do the different levels? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. The fuck is that guy's name? I can't remember his name. <sighs> it's... it's not, it's not Spyro. That's wrong. No, no. That's like a dragon. <laughs> That's a dragon. It's yeah. It's Activision owned. And, um, God, what is it? It's the VR game, and they made a game. Astro. Astro. Astro's Playroom. That's yeah, right. That's what I was thinking of. I don't know where the fuck I got Spyro, but. Yeah. Well, the, the row. Own. The row. The row, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the row did it for you. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. If they aren't doing how I'm picturing it, like, they're idiots. Yeah, they're doing it wrong. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was just thinking, that's, that totally plays into, like, the story of the game, too, where they yeah. have, like, this modern time where they go into like the past mm-hmm. through the dna whatever the fuck scanning shit yeah and then although if you consider that some of these are mobile games maybe that's not how they're gonna do but we'll see well i mean yeah okay so we had a couple games that they did announce that will be a part of this uh they don't have i don't think they have official names but they have code names so mm-hmm. assassin's creed code name red set in Feudal Japan. That's weird. Wow. <laughs> they wanted in on the samurai action. I mean, that's kind of... I think everyone's been kind of drooling for that yeah. history yeah. of Assassin's Creed, right? Uh, something called Assassin's Creed Hex, a very different type of Assassin's Creed game, according to Ubisoft, uh, and may feature witchcraft. I'm interested. Okay. They that's, got somebody. That's the end of my story. I didn't care, <laughs> but I'm glad they got you. <laughs> I wonder if it could be anything to do with like the either um, the Inquisition or the Salem Witch Trials or that's something like think. that would be cool. I if it's going to be related yeah. to witchcraft in any way, that would be an interesting way to go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm interested to find out what it actually is. It's like the game is you have to have to go stop them from burning books. I I mean, that would that'd be a good game, yeah. Would that be a good game? <laughs> I mean, on a, and then you just read the books in the game on a larger scale. Yes, if you're like on a mission to stop the like burning book brigade, yeah. Okay. <laughs> good to know. Because fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, another game, Assassin's Creed Codename Jade. This is an open world mobile game set in ancient China. Okay. That makes no sense. <laughs> they didn't have mobile games in ancient China. I mean, it's were, like they're not even trying were anymore. Were you there? Do you know that? <laughs> Valid point. I don't necessarily know that. They could have kept the technology to themselves. They were like the Wakanda of Yeah. of their time. You never know. And according to Ubisoft, multiplayer will return in some form at a later date for Assassin's Creed, but they don't have it details yet okay and then there's another game called assassin's creed mirage coming out next year 2023 takes place 20 years before valhalla and it's gonna be set in baghdad and following basim ibn ishak and it's gonna be a modern take on the original assassin's creed gameplay template okay in the trailer it looked like the guy that you'll be playing as 
cut off his own finger, like a couple of his own fingers. Yeah, I was very confused. That's why. absolutely what it looked like. Is that like to like show his loyalty to the creed? I don't know, but like there was so the other person that he was like fucking around with, right? That was like a chick, right? Uh, it felt like it was maybe a female. I don't. Either way, don't that person was missing at least one finger as well. So it okay. seems like it's a rite of passage, but I don't know why that would make sense. Like, why would you hand? I mean, I always yourself? think of getting your fingers cut off as like something that would happen when you stole. Yeah. And like historical. Yeah, they would like chop off your hand stuff. or chop off your yeah. fingers. Yeah. I have to assume the only thing I think of is if it's related to where the like assassin blade comes out or something somehow it's helpful in that way Mm -hmm. but or maybe they just all cut them off on accident when they were practicing yeah so like just get it out of the way now the dagger from the wrist (laughs) yeah yeah i was curious about that cutting the finger off thing too it seemed kind of weird yeah maybe there'll be a a real a good explanation for it who knows perhaps and we brought up valhalla there will be a free update to tie up loose ends for the story of Ivor. Ivor? I don't know how you say that. That's the main character. I, I think it's Ivor. Yeah. That's we the have main not played. Well, I haven't played this. You played a little bit. I of played it. the demo or something. Yeah, it was like yeah, Xbox it like had it like free for a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to get back into it, but I'm scared too because I'm just gonna I get absorbed. I want to say it. that it's on PlayStation um, Extra and Premium, so Isn't we have on access Game- to it. Isn't it on Game Pass? Valhalla, I don't think, is on Game oh, Pass. Oh, my crazy... Oh, I'm thinking of but Origins. But it, it is Never on mind. PlayStation. Okay. For the their their service. Oh, okay. Subscription thing. Gotcha. Uh, so we have access to it. Okay. You just have to start over. Like, okay. Like an idiot. Yeah. All right, that's really it for Assassin's Creed. There was some other stuff. Uh, celebrating the third anniversary of Ubisoft, they are gifting PC, Google Stadia, and Amazon Luna players Ubisoft Plus... Uh, they're getting, you'll get multi-access for free until October 10th. So I guess that's less than a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it will let you play over 100 Ubisoft titles, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla. There oh, you really? go. Interesting. You'll have to play on PC, but... Or Amazon you Luna. Which, I know you, is, you which do is PC, have isn't it? Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I guess you could put... No, you're right. You, we could play it on the Fire Stick, but I don't know how good the... So, yeah, performances on not. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've seen Since the they struggle after a period us. of time just yeah. to watch a movie. We can't so. even like watch a movie on it anymore, so I doubt I can play a game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I got the controller for the uh, Luna and all that stuff. I, I don't know. it. I, I was misinformed, I guess. I didn't understand that you just were buying a controller. I thought maybe there'd be like some free games, but pretty much it was just like, okay, now buy games. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Wasn't that like a Prime Day thing? Yeah. Like, it, it should have a been a better deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not so much a deal if It was like the controller, controller was cheaper, but I I was a misunderstanding. I thought it was like, I don't know. Some amount of games, yeah. Yeah. I get it. All right. For the for the Mario and Rabbid fans, uh, they are going to be releasing a post-launch content that includes Rayman for the Mario and Rabbids game. Okay. Uh, Skull and Bones is the game that we've heard about for a billion years. Oh, yeah. It's going to release on November 8th with cross-platform support right off the, the bat. Uh, it's going to have a lot of ship customization, in-game trading network, which seemed kind of interesting. So, like, I guess you can, like, actually trade items with other with gamers. Other... Okay, cool. Within the game. That's legit. Yeah, that's kind of cool. 
this I feel like this game is just kind of like what they did with uh, Odyssey, like the ship side of that, but like way more detail and advance. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'm borderline interested in it, but like, that was like the part you hated, right? Yeah. In Odyssey, like yeah. you hated the ship stuff, right? Yeah. I thought it was yeah. fun. I obviously it took forever to get places. Yeah. At times, but like I thought the whole idea was fun. Yeah, it was like the idea was fun. I just was so bad at it, so I hated it. Mm. Although I will say that once I got like once I beat the game and I had like upgraded my shit a bunch, it was a lot better. Mm. But I feel like yeah, yeah, I yeah. just kept like getting killed a bunch of times. Like it pissed me off. I don't think I even finished that game upgrading everything. I think it was just like I beat the game by the time I either maxed it out because it got really high <laughs> currencies you needed to get certain that's stuff. That's true. Yeah, I either maxed it out or I got as like as high as I could go b- before like. I was like, that's not going to happen. I only maxed out, like, certain things on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there was that game finally coming out this year. Cool. A game called Trackmania is headed to next-gen consoles next year, 2023. I wasn't quite sure what this is. To me, it kind of, like, it, it felt like it was going to be, like, some kind of a first-person Hot Wheels kind of game. Mm-hmm. But it looked, like, a little bit more realistic than, than toy cars. But okay. the tracks felt very Hot Wheels-like. I see. Okay. All those Just Dance players out there. Surprise, surprise. Hardcore gamers. <laughs> They're releasing another game. Holiday season. Yeah. <laughs> so Just Dance 2023 will be out this holiday. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> the Division Heartland is a free-to-play open-world game that is accepting signups for another testing phase. So you could play it through PC, console, or cloud. You just have to sign up. To be a part of it. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah. And that's basically it for Ubisoft. And their Ubi Forward. Yep. But wait. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got through three of the four showcases already. Yeah. I don't think we're going too bad. Yeah. yeah I don't that's know. That's true. <laughs> that's fair. It's a lot of like just kind of like sit and listen for the the people. Yeah. I mean, I guess all podcasts are. Pretty much it. always is. Yeah. <laughs> But you Pause, know, pause. Wait for response. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, you know, I listen to the podcast too. Everyone's got those podcasts where they they enjoy them yeah. to the point that like sometimes they forget they're just listening to a podcast. Yeah. And like they'll like respond to something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's is that is that just me? Um, I don't think it's just you. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Let's move on then. Yeah. Nintendo Showcase. They had uh, a bunch of stuff revealed. Breath of the Wild 2, we now know, is going to be called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. So I liked Breath of the Wild 2 more. Okay. But I have a question about this. Did they say it out loud or did they only display it? They displayed it. It was the title that they showed. I know. But what I'm wondering is, could it also be Tears of the kingdom i'm just wondering because nobody's brought that up that i could hear you know like i feel did like, i say that wrong no you didn't i'm no the tears of the kingdom is what everybody's it's the been same saying. word right same word yeah the spelling just is how you just how it's it's okay. well it's i get what you're saying yes like i'm it's wondering perception yes so a lot of people are like oh tears of the kingdom i wonder who's crying like well did somebody die i guess it is a prequel right isn't it technically before the other game shit i don't even know wait no is it wait I th- I is it, it i don't think so i is thought it? It, wait no 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 i'm thinking of the like 
Oh, that other one. That other game where you just beat up where a bunch beat of up stuff. trolls or whatever. Yeah. Um, I just was wondering, like, everybody's, Calamity like, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, Age of Calamity? Yeah, yeah. Something like that? That one was a prequel, right? That was yes. set during yes. the war before that was the original Breath thing. of the Wild. Yes. Okay, so this might just be a continuation. A yeah. Okay. So, everybody's been saying Tears of the Kingdom and talking about, like, what that could mean. But mm-hmm. I just want to know if, is it possible it could be Tears of the Kingdom? Because mm. there could be, like tears in kingdoms like like tears in the world you know like because you could see in the trailer kingdoms that there's like floating pieces of land you know Mm -hmm. so i just i was just bringing that up i feel like it's an interesting torn land pieces yes like literally tears yeah (laughs) i just think it's an interesting idea that is a very interesting i never really thought of it that way i still like breath of the wild 2 better that's fine (laughs) (laughs) no matter which way you go uh, this is going to be getting a May 12th release date for next year, 2023. Uh, here's the thing. From the short stuff that they showed after the little, like, the, like ancient drawing stuff. Yeah, and then yeah. the title. And then they showed some gameplay. Mm-hmm. To me, it kind of felt like they just implemented Skyward Swords flying into Breath of the Wild. Okay. And, like, obviously I didn't get a lot to look at to, like, really... I make a like a, a strong judgment, but like I'm kind of cautious and concerned that we're just getting Breath of the Wild with flying mechanics now from Skyward Sword. Gotcha. Yeah. Because the way that they show him jump on Link, they show him jump onto that like robot bird looking yeah. surfboard. Yeah. It felt very animated of what they do in Skyward Sword when you jump onto a your bird. Okay. I want to fly my bird. <laughs> my yeah. Vi bird. Yeah. Vi bird. I have to still play Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you do. I have not beat it. <laughs> I, I think I'm... If I remember where I was, which I'm probably going to have to start the whole game over because I always do this. I'll probably have to start the game over. But I think I'm in the zone with the bird people. What are they called? Don't remember. Bird uh, people. Yeah. yeah. The bird people. <laughs> the birds. <laughs> oh, what the fuck are they called? Now I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Bottom me. I haven't played these this game in so long I like forgot all the names of the different species and stuff. It's sad. But once I see them, I'm like, oh yeah. Rito? Yeah. Rito. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Okay, yeah. I think that you're right. That is because I was... I think I'm on... It's the second... I think dungeon that I'm on. Okay. Because there's four, right? Mm-hmm. There's four bosses you have to beat. Yeah. I think I've beaten one. Okay. And I'm in the area for the second one. Okay. The I... Rito, also known as Bird People. See? <laughs> I know my lore. All right. Moving on. Pikmin 4 was announced for a 2023 release. I'm kind of excited about this one. But here's what's crazy, though. This game was announced a long time ago, okay? Mm-hmm. The last time we heard about this game, it was said that it was close to being done. And this was in 2015. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seven years ago. Wow. Uh, it was really just a teaser, but it did look tonally a lot closer to the first game than what we've played in the, the recent Pikmin game. Yeah. Which kind of has me a little bit more excited. Mm-hmm. 
because the first game, maybe it's just nostalgia, but like I really enjoyed the first game being like more like you're just on Earth and then you're a small person mm-hmm. in this you know world with all these big items and stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm not really into like the whole space travel ones where you go to like random planets and stuff. I, I liked the whole just being on Earth thing. I thought it a little bit more simple and enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. All right. Fire Emblem Engage was announced featuring Marth as, I think, the playable character. Okay. Uh, that's Marth? Marth. Okay. It's a character. It's a name. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, I've never played these games, but I do know Marth from Smash Brothers ah, okay. on GameCube, I think it was. Yeah. He was a player I used. Okay. Hands down the best Smash Brothers ever. Really? And I'm saying that strictly on nostalgia yeah, you're like uh, and that alone. I retract my statement. <laughs> I just played a shit ton of the one on. It was Melee. No, Melee was sixty four. I don't remember what the one was called for GameCube, but that's the one I really enjoyed. I mean, I really enjoyed the one on sixty four as well. That's my story. Okay, it's a good story. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the date? Did I give that? I don't think so. All right, January twentieth of next year. Nice. It's when this comes out. Okay. Not Smash Brothers, the Fire Emblem. Yeah, <laughs> good to clarify. Yep, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe is coming out on February twenty fourth of next year. It's going to bring the two thousand eleven Wii Classic to the Switch with four player co op and some extra mini games. So for those who are into that, nice. There's that. Okay. Is Octo- this going to be the first Kirby game in like a long time? No, I think they just released one within the last couple months that was like, people said it was like too easy. Oh, okay. It was like really tailored to like children. Is Kirby the one where he just like inhales things? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah he that. swallows. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And he looks like a giant sperm. Yeah, I guess he does. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. He does. A big pink sperm. Yep. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> Sperm swallowing sperm. Yeah. Maybe it's like an alt universe where he's swallowing the eggs. Yeah. Oh. It's like reverse. Yeah. It's like reverse semination. <laughs> reverse they, insemination. Yeah. He like he consumes the egg uh-huh. and then. And then he becomes the. He becomes the, the baby. Yeah. The embryo. <laughs> the embryo. I don't know. <laughs> like it looks like Kirby's way more advanced than we thought it was. Yeah. All right, Octopath Traveler 2 was announced for a February 24th release next year. It's going to be new story and characters. So it's going to keep the same graphics that people loved, yeah. art style. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I liked the first one. I didn't finish it, but maybe I'll jump back into that. Sounds good. Yeah, that's my story. <laughs> Final Fantasy, I don't even know how to say this. Thet, Thet Rhythm? It looks like theater and rhythm. Oh, theater. Oh, theater there you rhythm? go. Final Fantasy theater rhythm. Theater rhythm. Theater theater rhythm. Yeah, that's what I would do. Final bar. Okay. So yeah, this even is more. celebrating the music of the Final Fantasy series. There's gonna be 385 songs, and they're gonna also include 90 more in a season pass that will have music from Near and Octopath Traveler. Okay. Because they're all Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I'm not quite sure what kind of game this is, though. But 
I, I guess it, in my head it's going to be like a guitar hero like, type thing, but game? like more of a, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I, I, I'll have to look into this franchise. It's apparently it's a popular franchise. It is? Huh. Okay. Anyways, it's news to me. Uh, Nintendo also announced a bunch of 64 games coming to their uh, online service. So they will have GoldenEye, Pilot Wings, Mario Party 1 through 3, Pokemon Stadium 1 through 2, uh, 1080, Excite Bike, and those will all come through between the year 2022 and 2023. So I guess they're not all going to be dropping at once, but they'll they'll slowly put them out throughout the next year. Okay. Uh, I just looked it up in that theater rhythm game. Mm-hmm. It's a rhythm game that involves like tapping the screen to the beat of the music or whatever. So it's kind of like Guitar Hero, yeah, but like you're like, doing it on the screen itself. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of songs though. 385? Yeah, seriously. And if you're someone like me, where like you have to really like a song to actually care to follow through listening to the whole thing. Yeah. That'd be probably a pretty hard game. Yeah, it'd be a hard game. I'll never finish it. <laughs> You get through like five songs and you're like, all right, that's it. Like I don't even beat a song. I just, <laughs> I always leave halfway yeah, through. Yeah. All right. Uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. This was the game that was announced a while back as kind of like a side spinoff story based off the PlayStation Portable game, I think it was back in the day. Uh, it finally got a release date of December 13th for this year. So it's a holiday release. Wave 3 for Mario Kart 8 Season Pass will be launching this holiday as well. It's going to give us 8 courses including Merry Mountain from Mario Kart Tour, Peach Gardens from Mario Kart DS. Yeah. I don't think I'm familiar with those ones. I might be familiar with the Peach Gardens on DS. Hmm. I don't know if I, I I don't think I've played much of the Mario Kart Tour. It's that free to play uh mobile game oh, for okay. Mario Kart. Gotcha. I mess with it a little bit. It's a lot different. It's like, if I remember right, you move left and right on the screen mm. to control the okay. the cart. You don't actually like press gas or anything like that. Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is adding new mechanical hero Eno battle challenges and outfits on October 13th. Should we get those for your brother for his birthday? Uh, if it's not free. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, That's sure. Fair. Yeah. I remember he was like looking for the number, like the number two game or whatever for a long time, right? Was that this one? I uh, might be the first. Or the game. first one, yeah, yeah. I had bought him one year for Christmas. Uh, I think it was the first game. Okay. It was used because like the game was so hard to it. find because yeah. yeah. it was like exclusive to GameStop or something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really hard to find, and they ha- they had a sale for Black Friday. For the used copy of the game. <laughs> and it was like the only one I found in like forever. Yeah. And so I bought it. Yeah. For him for, for Christmas. That's so weird. Yeah. I think he like was able to like turn a profit on it or something. Nice. When he sold it later. It's a good kind of gift. Yeah. <laughs> it's a double gift. If you yeah. I wouldn't it. even be mad if you like took a gift that I bought you and sold it if you made money on if it. If you made money on it, then yeah. Yeah. The only reason I'd be mad is that I didn't sell it myself. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, a uh, couple more things for Nintendo's showcase. Resident Evil 8 will be released through Cloud on Switch for uh, coming October 28th. 
They kind of did this testing, I think, with Seven, was it? Maybe. Do you remember this? Back in the day, they had a... Vaguely. They were doing, like, testing with cloud streaming. Yeah. And they, I think Resident Evil 7 was the game that they let you uh, play on there. Uh, so there is a demo available for anybody who's interested in this. Mm-hmm. And they will have the winter expansion coming out on December 2nd with a third-person mode for the game. Okay. I don't know how I feel about, like, buying a game, though, that's only cloud streaming. Yeah. I guess you could make the same argument for, like, the Game Pass and all that stuff, or the yeah. PlayStation streaming games, but, like, yeah, but you're, you're not, not owning the them, you just, yeah. you're renting exactly. monthly. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I guess they are going to release Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7 later this year with the same cloud streaming ability. So this sounds like this is just Nintendo's strategy to get these games that they probably can't physically put on the Switch because mm-hmm. of like their limitations to performance and all that stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's them getting those games on the Switch without having to downgrade the game so much that it's like not, not good. as good. That makes sense. I mean, as long as the uh, the streaming works right. Yeah. But I'll be honest, I have the launch Switch... And at least in our old house, I would have trouble getting a connection in the other side of the house. Yeah. I don't, I haven't, I don't think I've had that big of a problem here, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, people will. Yeah. (laughs) At least whoever's in that house now. Yeah. Yeah. Especially anybody who doesn't have, like we have fiber internet, so it's extra fast. A a lot of people don't have that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have that the other house, but, um, right. It just was weird because it'd be like one room it's fine, the next room it's like you don't have internet. Yeah. It's like what? It's like, but I do though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and lastly, they announced Fatal Frame: Mask of the Lunar Eclipse is getting a Western release. This is a game that came out on the Wii in two thousand eight. They just never had a release in the Western market, so they're bringing it to the Switch. And it, the game is based around traveling to an abandoned hospital to use the camera obscura to rediscover lost memories and repel the evil spirits that will try to get you. Yeah. So this is like your game. This is like exactly what you would want to play. This sounds terrible. <laughs> I am not interested. Are you sure? I I'm, thought you were really into the survival I'm horror, uh, paranormal creepiness Nope. In games. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so I guess we won't be seeing you buy buying this game? Absolutely not. I'm assuming you're going to want it. Well, you're, the other reason it took this long to get this game released, because they were like, oh, Jessica's not going to buy this. So we're we'll, just going to we'll, take our we'll, sweet time? We'll wait 14 years, and then we'll release it. Way to go. Sorry. You screwed that for everybody else back in 2008. Yeah. Well, bummer. All right, that was it for Nintendo. Yes. We uh, we just covered four showcases in about an hour. And we still... I feel like that's really good timing. That is actually pretty good timing, especially for us. Yeah. And we still have more. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. We do. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think we're pretty much just doing news this one, huh? Yeah, I think Because so. of all of the, the showcases, we kind of kept it to just news. Yes. Uh, so we'll get into our quickies now. Uh, you're going to really like this one. Yeah. CD Projekt Red plans another Witcher trilogy. We already knew about this, but mm-hmm. like it just kind of gets more 
I guess, slight update on it. Okay. So the CEO, Adam Kaczynski, said, We said there will be a new saga. Of course, now we're pre-producing the first game of this saga, but we have in mind more than one game. So the first saga comprised three games. So now we are thinking about more than one game, but we are in pre-production on the first game from the second Witcher saga. Okay. So, a.k.a. we're making the first game. There'll be three games. Yeah, that's what I'm getting out of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely excited about that. So, in like, what do you think? 15 years, we'll have all three games out? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe? We're <laughs> yeah. lucky? Yeah. Yeah, because when was the first Witcher game? Oh, I don't know. It was like on Xbox. Like the first Xbox, I think. Yeah, they were easy. They were like not close together is what I'm getting mm. at, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, because uh, Witcher 2 was on Xbox 360, mm-hmm. and then Witcher 3 was on Xbox One, but that didn't come out till like, near the end of the cycle, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like. Possibly. At least midway. Yeah, yeah. That's I tried crazy. playing Witcher 2. It's a completely different game. It's so, I don't know. Yeah. But I also wasn't a huge Witcher 3 fan, so. Like I said, I, I want to like Witcher 3, but there's just too much that you have to learn there's to do, so and many I'm not into that. There's so many different to-do lists. It's very difficult yeah. to keep things straight. It's just, I guess, overwhelming to have to like learn everything, and I was like, I'm over it. Yeah, so that's one of the reasons I still haven't gone back to it. Like, I love the game, and I really enjoyed it when I was playing it. Like, the two times that I got like balls mm-hmm. deep in it, I played forever, and I was playing all the time. But then, if I have to go back and learn how to fucking play it again, I'm like, I need to finish the game this time. But then it's going to take over my life. And it's like, yeah, there's so many different things. I feel like Witcher is a game where, like, you have to kind of play it consistently or else you're going to be like, I have no idea what I'm doing anymore. Yes, that's correct. I would agree. Because the last time I tried to get on there, I was like, fuck, I don't remember how to do this or that. Like where and I then, am, what was yeah, I doing? Yeah, why was I here? I don't know. And the the and then I finally like I remember the whole first stint that I was playing the game, like however many months it was before I went to the program in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized I got like super sidetracked. I wasn't making very pr- much progress on the story because I kept picking up all these fucking side missions yeah. and contracts, and I was like going all over the place doing that. And then I was like, God, this game is like never ending because yeah. I was getting obsessed with my, in my side quests. And I realized I wasn't following my story missions. Story. And then whenever I went back to it, I was like, I'm gonna play story missions. But then I got to a point where I was like, okay, now it's this guy's too fucking hard for me, so yeah. I'm gonna have to go to side missions again. I was gonna say that again. the side stuff would have helped you with like the story, though. It did, for a while. and so that's why it wasn't that hard for me because I wasn't progressing faster through the story than I was through my side missions. But then when I went back and tried to focus on the story, I got stuck and I kept dying. Remember that one time I was like hell pissed off because mm-hmm. a stupid motherfucker kept killing me and I was like stuck and yeah. I couldn't like, respawn out of the battle. I was yeah. so mad. <laughs> So then I was like, okay, I have to start doing side missions again. But then it's so easy to get distracted. But yeah. Yeah, it's just a lot. You, it kind of takes over your life. <laughs> but it's really enjoyable yeah. while it's doing that. <laughs> well, hopefully that the, I don't know, at least for me as somebody who's not like deep into the Witcher games, mm-hmm. hopefully this next trilogy will be like a nice balance of like bringing new people in that aren't into that hardcore detail. Yeah. Uh, mechanics whatever yeah. that they've got and then like also cater to people that do like that i don't yeah. know maybe they could have like a, be nice. an easier more simplified 
I guess I guess arcade mode. I don't know what you would call it. Something, yeah. Because there's even stuff that I never even got into. There's like you can craft weapons and gear. You can it's like, there's just, alchemy. Just give me the weapon. Yeah. Let me upgrade it, but I don't want to decide between this and that. Like yeah. just be like five bucks. It's better. Yeah, it's better. <laughs> I like that part. I I don't know. I have fun with it. It's just. But that's you. You just want to go out and like fight all the beasts. And yeah, the I want to just go like fuck up creatures and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But then like there's also strategy in that. Like you have to have this particular potion. Otherwise, yeah, you're don't, die. don't do that to me. Just yeah. let me just that's it's have like have weapons. It's and, very complicated, and but it's, avoid the attacks and then attack them and you know, yeah, just like a little tip yeah. There's attack. certain enemies like if you don't have a certain potion or a certain bomb, there you're not gonna be able to beat them. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and let me guess, that potion you have to go do like five other side missions uh, to get yep. the items to do it. Ding ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> Hence me getting disa- distracted no, in I'm side not, quests. I'm not about that life. <laughs> I know it's definitely not for you. <laughs> Although you're a lot better at, like, just generically fighting in games. So you might be able to get by better than I could. Maybe. But <laughs> will I? No. <laughs> you could do the next one. Yeah. I was gonna. Oh, good. <laughs> Great. Grand. <laughs> so, uh, good news for anyone who's never, for some reason, bought this. Um, the Sims 4 is going free to play as of October 18th. The base game is. Um, so what does that mean? So what like that everything means... everything that doesn't include ex, like so, extra DLC? Yeah. So basically, you can play The Sims 4 for free as long as you... Like, you still have to... It's basically my, microtransactions. Whatever was launched. Whatever was is the launch free. level. Yeah, yeah. Which is a lot. Like, there is a lot there. Um, so, like, it's not... It's not nothing. Okay. Um, but then you would still pay for the expansion packs and the stuff packs yeah, and yeah. all the other garbage. So they're just turning it to a They're just making it more realistic and like giving you the game so that they're, you're more likely to get new people coming in for a free game and then decide, oh, I want this pack, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I um, mean, it's, it's probably like the end of the life cycle. They're is, like, let's just get what we can out of the people who don't, yes. don't care to buy the game. Yes. It is definitely going towards them, the end of the life cycle. Get them into it for free and then yeah. they get the buy. So it will be available. The base game is available for free starting October 18th on PC via EA or Origin. PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One S, or Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. Um, and for people who already did buy the game 100 years ago and have been continually playing it, they're doing like a loyalty gift, um, which is from the 14th, September 14th to October 17th. If you already purchased the Sims 4 game, base game, you'll receive something called the Desert Lux Kit as a gift. So you just have to log into the game. It'll be right there on the dashboard. To you comment. have to log in within those dates? Yes. Or just within those dates at some point if they're going to release it? You have to log in within those dates. I feel like that's not much of a that's loyalty a- uh, reward it's when not- they're like, well, it expires. Like if you don't get on by this date, you're not going to get it. Like That's yeah. like, how but about it's, just it's, it's all- it knows you bought the fucking game it's already, and it just gives it it's to you. It's already not much of a gift because it's like probably a five dollar value but yeah i mean i'm sure so, it's nothing useful <laughs> it's like i don't know like 25 items that's like basically looks like stuff that you would see in palm springs yeah. everyone who gets it, it's like i remember the first time i bought something stupid i will never use yeah but i mean i'm gonna log in and get it because it's free but. yeah i mean obviously <laughs> why do you think i'm always on halo infinite doing the weekly challenges for the one stupid the item i'm never want. gonna equip because <laughs> it's free yeah yeah 
sitting through playing modes I hate just so yeah. I could get something I'll never use. Just so you I'll can get an use. item you don't want. Yeah. yeah. That's my life. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I haven't played The Sims in a long time, though, because, like, I usually play with mods, and I have to go fucking, every time I want to play The Sims, it's like a 30-minute process. I gotta log in, I gotta move all of my mods out of the folder, I gotta update Origin, mm-hmm. then I gotta update the game, and then I got to have check all my mods for updates from their websites with the new version of the game, and then I finally have to reinstall the mods, and then I'm like, now I can play. So it's like, I can't. Mm. It's too much work. I guess gotcha. I could probably just play without mods, but it's yeah. more fun with mods. See, mods are the one thing that have me wanting to play games on PC. Mm-hmm. Especially if I could just hook up my Xbox controller to the PC and just play with my controller. Yeah. Like, the idea that I can literally put any change to the game yeah. that someone's made. Yeah. And, like, have a new experience to that game is, like, so appealing. Yeah. I just, I'm not a PC person. It's definitely a superior feature to pc yeah. gaming <laughs> like and i get why consoles don't do it because like they want to make sure that they can like police their <laughs> for the content yeah but, they like, gotta do updates and things like that also it's weird that like why doesn't wouldn't pc care about that as well like why is it they like care what's about, the difference so some pc games are more difficult to mod than others mm. like the sims has made it almost like a a child could do it like they've made it easy for you because they know mm. you're gonna do it and they're like all right yeah, this is how it works okay um <laughs> so some developers encourage it others discourage it and but like they basically the point is they can't control what you put on your computer because the pc is a separate device so as, all, as long as it's not online it's okay no, you can go online and use it but like they can't stop you from moving the files on your computer that you can see gotcha so like in a console you can't usually access the root file structure and like move fold move things mm. from folder to folder and so probably a little more difficult to get it to be able to be modded but on a pc the game developer doesn't know or care what you put on your computer mm. and so you can just go into their file structure and take something out and replace it with something else so like it's kind of very difficult for them to stop you from modding it okay all right yeah i just always see like cool mods on like games that just came out and yeah like, that would be so fun yeah yeah like there was a mod on the witcher on pc where they replaced the uh Geralt skin with henry cavill oh yeah yeah and i was like oh that would be cool yeah. but like I, I don't play that on pc so the only thing i've ever played on pc is the sims 4 and then i think i tried playing mass effect and then i played like sid meyer's pirates back in the day but like mm. <laughs> nothing super exciting gotcha all right moving on yes Modern Warfare 2 beta. It's already started, I believe. I think it started uh, the 16th. Yes. For, so here, here's the rundown. I'll just give the rundown, and you just plug in the dates that are relevant. So the 16th to the 17th, pre-orders for PlayStation users will have access to the beta. The 18th to the 20th, everyone on PlayStation can play it. And then on the 22nd to the 26th, uh, PlayStation and Xbox users who pre-ordered can play it. Okay. I think PlayStation is everybody in that weekend. But then it's nice. Xbox who pre-ordered. pre-orders. Oh, okay. And then the 24th to the 26th, everybody on Xbox and I think PlayStation can also play. Okay. That's a lot of different stages. Yeah. Seems like they could have just made it a little easier. It's the stupid contracts that they got going on. You know, this is obviously going to change at some point once the contract's up with uh, Sony and Activision and, you know, assuming (laughs) 
uh, uh, Microsoft ends up getting the purchase through. True. Next year. Um, but yeah. So, interesting thing though. For people who have Xbox pre-orders, I think I read somewhere, if this is true, you can technically still play on PlayStation if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, since it's before the other ones. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's supposedly through the Activision account itself for the code redemptions, mm-hmm. not the console. Okay. So you could theoretically get your thing for Xbox, but then also play on PlayStation because if you have both consoles. Okay. So it's kind of a nice reward for people that have multiple consoles. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're better than everybody else. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hashtag elitist. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> you just aren't doing the bullshit with the uh, the fan war. Yeah, whatever, okay, okay. The, the console it, war stuff. Got it. <laughs> I know people paint me as an Xbox uh, fanboy. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah? You, you talk heard, to a lot I've, of people? No, I've heard. I've yeah. heard you people, tell me this. People paint me as a yeah. Xbox fanboy. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but I do love both consoles. Yeah. I just don't love they what they do. They each have their, their benefits. Yeah. Yeah. But they also have their uh, cons, yeah. which we'll learn about some of them later on. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, speaking of the Modern Warfare 2, though, the full game release will feature third-person playlists and 3 vs 3 raid modes to give players more experiences than just the first person. Cool. So that's kind of cool. I assume the, the raid mode is their way of kind of competing with, like, uh, the Rainbow Six. Mm. Uh Whatever the hell that game's called that's really popular right now. Okay. It's like a raid game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I believe you. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm going to prove this. (laughs) All right. Uh, And on the topic of Modern Warfare, Warzone 2.0 will be fully revamped and releasing on November 16th. So this will come out after the release of Modern Warfare 2. Okay. Uh, this is also a free to game, free to play game for everybody, so you don't have to worry about having the Modern Warfare Two game. Uh, it's going to be set in the desert of Al Mazra, and populated by an AI faction. So this is an interesting twist. So on top of doing the battle royale, having to beat everybody else, mm-hmm. you also have AI enemies within the world. That will attack you. Inside of Taco Bell. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of a, a very interesting concept because it, like, you could be in a battle with somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. They could theoretically down you. Mm-hmm. They get downed right after by an AI enemy. Yeah. You get picked up before them, mm-hmm. assuming you have your, your pickup, whatever. Right, right. Revive, whatever. And then you could kill them. Yeah. Before they get up, if they even have it still. Yeah. So that adds like a whole new dynamic to the game in a way. Yeah, that sounds complicated. I mean, one that's going to make a lot of rage quitting happen. But, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I like what I'm hearing. Uh, they're going to add multiple circles instead of just the one that shrinks down. Oh, okay. Which, they haven't really explained how this is going to work, but the it way works. I'm picturing it is maybe you'll have zones that all shrink to a smaller circle, but then once... They get to a certain size, maybe then it all changes to one circle when it's like a smaller population of enemies. Mm-hmm. And then that one shrinks. That's interesting. 
I don't know. Like, that's so just... you're gonna have to like. Maybe so in a way, that'd be choose... kind of like more like a tournament mode, right? It'd be like yeah. you have to beat the people in this region. I don't know. You're gonna have to. Like, that's my speculation. I don't know what they're doing. Which circle you want to go to, basically? Yeah, in a way, there could be like gas between circles, yeah. and then, so like you'll have to like get enough gas run to masks. one or the other, yeah. whichever one's closer. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. That's just speculation, but that, yeah. that's a way that it could happen. Yeah. Uh, and the new gulag is going to require players to loot for weapons, not just get a random weapon at the start. Oh, okay. Uh, and you will be, you have to contend with a character named the Jailer. That's weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> I so I'm wondering if it's like the same concept as Warzone itself, where it's going to be the Jailer is an AI character, but you also are going up against another player mm-hmm. with the Jailer fucking with you guys. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's why I'm taken out of it. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds like more rage quitting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Some news that will kind of tie to console wars, I guess. Uh, Phil Spencer has confirmed that Call of Duty, Diablo, and Overwatch will land on Game Pass, but also release on PlayStation day one when they are out. Okay. Uh, this is after, obviously, they if they get the buyout on activision that's all pending right now okay their intent is to bring the games to as many people as possible well no shit because you get more money yeah (laughs) i like money yeah i mean (laughs) yeah i get it maybe uh sony can take a page out of that book yeah but they won't and here's why (laughs) Jim Ryan, the PlayStation CEO, has re- has openly been unhappy with the agreement for future Call of Duty games on PlayStation. Okay? Okay. Here's the... This is just crazy. Okay. So this is what he said. Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account of the impact on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. So, basically, what this means is he's trying to publicly make Microsoft look bad because they want to, when they officially own Activision, Mm -hmm. he's saying once they have their contract up in three years, because I guess the agreement that that they're trying to make is that they'll have it on PlayStation for three years after the buyout. Yeah. And then after that, they don't know what's going to happen. So... The problem here to him is that they are going to lose the ability to have Call of Duty on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But if Microsoft owns Call of Duty, that would make it, I don't know, what do they call those? <laughs> First party exclusives? <laughs> yeah, it does sound like that. So I'm just curious, Jim Ryan, are you going to be sharing some of your first party exclusives with the expectation that Call of Duty would also be on PlayStation. Yeah. It just seems a little hypocritical. Yeah. And I know people make the argument, well, uh, what about uh, the fact that this has been a game that's been on PlayStation? You know, those games have never been on Xbox. Okay, correct. But let's go look at a couple games in the uh, PlayStation exclusive inventory called 
Ah, I'll just randomly pick Final Fantasy VII Remake, <laughs> Street Fighter V. Yeah. If you want to make an argument, Marvel's Spider-Man, they don't technically own that. Yeah. So why is it okay that they can make these exclusive deals to get things that Microsoft can't have, but then cry victim if Microsoft at, tries to do it at the idea of Microsoft tries to do it. Yeah, it sounds like a good old case of sore loser. <laughs> yeah, it does sound that way. I don't know. It just seems crazy to me, and I hope that this is like a step forward to like making games just be on all consoles, mm-hmm. and we kind of get rid of the exclusivity because like. It's not to say that the game won't be on PlayStation after the three years deal is up. It just mm-hmm. means that, like, that's that contract and then they'll negotiate another one, right? Yeah, so, that's kind of how it works. Obviously, you're always going to have Warzone if it's a free-to-play game. They're probably going to, at the very least, try and profit off of the microtransactions of that game. Yeah. But I just don't understand how, like, that... So, go, go buy... As you know, as they said for Spider-Man... On uh, the Avengers game, <laughs> go buy a PlayStation. If you, if you want to play this uh, this part of the game, go buy an Xbox. Uh-huh. I don't know. It it just seems like that's kind of the, the counterpoint. Yeah, if you're gonna bring that to the table, we can use that right back at you. Yeah, it just. <laughs> and I'm sure that's the part that makes me look like a fanboy of Xbox. But Whatever. I feel like. Get over yourself, Jim it's, Ryan. It's just, yeah. He, I just, I obviously, he doesn't give a shit about the gamers. Yeah. Everything he's been doing has not been about pro gamers, gamers yeah. right? Uh, I think we talked about it last episode. They raised the price mm-hmm. on PlayStation Five in certain markets, right? Yeah. Fortunately, in the in the American market, mm-hmm. you know, North and South America, I don't think they've raised it, but like, yeah, most of the markets they've raised the price, and that's like, yeah, you're not really helping your argument you're not helping your you know your gamers like be loyal if you're gonna yeah. like tell them oh but you have to give us more money now that we've already released it at this price yeah colleges do that with tuition they sure do they you do. don't want to see that with consoles no could you imagine you buy a console and then like a couple months later they go and send you a letter go you know what you actually we actually decided we wanted to charge more for this so yeah. you now owe us 50 more dollars yeah <laughs> or we're gonna terminate your uh online Access. Access. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. It's a matter of time, I'm sure. Yep. All right. Moving on. Some more PlayStation news, though. Uh, the PlayStation Stars loyalty program has gotten a little bit more info. Uh, it's going to be releasing this month. Okay. Which is September, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Unless I'm in a so different world. So they don't world. have that much time left. Yeah. <laughs> Only a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, and starting with Asia, they're going to release it. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to release in the Americas and Europe later weeks, in a couple of weeks later. Okay. Good to know. So I guess within two week range, we'll see it everywhere. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Here's some more bad news though for Sony. Mm-hmm. At least for people that have VR. So the PlayStation VR 1 games will not work on the PlayStation VR 2. No. This has been confirmed on the official PlayStation podcast by... Senior Vice President of Platform Experience, Hideaki Nishino. So, I swear that they said that they were going to be playable yeah. on PSVR 2. I, 
I'll have to go find the article that I read that said that. But I I swear that was a thing that was kind of a part of their their bullet points of like yeah. what to look forward to with PlayStation VR 2. Yeah, I thought I remembered that too. Uh, so his quote was, PSVR games are not compatible with PSVR 2 because PSVR 2 is designed to deliver a truly next generation VR experience. Okay, so I get that. It's, so maybe the architecture is different because it's this is not based on. I'm a, I, I don't know. Was the the VR one was that PS3, PS4 ish yeah. architecture? Yeah. So I'm assuming the PS5 is completely different. Yeah, that would make sense. But like that also implies that the the, the graphics that we're going to expect for PSVR two are going to be like PS5 level, right? Yes. Otherwise, there's really no excuse if it's PS4 because. Exactly. And at the same time, you could you could easily make a um, I say easily I mean like you could it would be hard but you could yeah. put the funding in to make some kind of a compatible program like right. you know like Xbox does with their previous generation console games so that you could use the VR games yeah I just feel like this is like a I don't know it because VR is such a niche market. And so then you're going to go tell the people who have already invested in your company for VR. Yeah. That all those games that you buy, you can't, you can't use them on the next one. Yeah. It also sucks because like there's probably a good amount of people who intend to buy a PSVR 2 and already have a PSVR 1 where once they buy the PSVR 2, they thought maybe somebody else in my household can now play this game with me. Exactly. Because I have it. Exactly. And then... I mean, obviously, I'm speaking about us, so but like, I think there's no, yeah. other people like oh, of course. us. Um, so that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. So they're really like in, in my mind, they're they're really limiting their buying pool. Yeah. Because like, like we're not going to buy that, two PSVR twos. I guess really they're just limiting to people that don't even have VR and want to. Or just like try insanely it. rich people, I guess. Or yes, I guess yeah. people <laughs> that just don't care about. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't know. It just seems to me like it's not really incentive now for me to want to have a PSVR 2 if all the stuff I previously had doesn't even work on it. Yeah. yeah. And I get that, like, that, you know, the control things might be different and all that stuff, but, like, you can still use a controller versus the, uh, um, stick things. The stick things. Yeah. The motion <laughs> controls. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It just seems like, uh, it's not a user friendly decision i guess agreed but i mean it doesn't seem like i mean because you can play vr1 on your ps5 they have the adapter that you can uh, you had to like request it at yeah, one yeah. point i don't know if you can just go buy it at this point i don't right. know how it works now but yeah. you like we have an adapter to play our vr on ps5 but mm-hmm. like if i go buy psvr2 i'm not going to go through the effort of swapping between my two headsets right to then play because it's a bitch. There's a lot of cords. Yeah, it's a lot of. Effort. I'm sure VR two will be a lot like simpler, but yeah. VR one is a a huge hassle mm-hmm. to to plug into your PS four PS five. Yeah. So that's very discouraging, and it that, is. that that really sucks because I was kind of interested in the VR two. Yeah. But now maybe I'll have to wait on that one. We'll have to see how it goes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Like you just said. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. You want to talk about this one? Uh, sure. Yeah. This one looks kind of exciting for you. Yeah. So there, it has been revealed that Harry Potter fans can sort uh, your, you can sort yourself into your Hogwarts house 
before the release of Hogwarts Legacy. Basically, they made it so that you could link your Wizarding World account to your WB Games account, and it will transfer over your Pottermore results to the game. I will say that this is cool. However, the Pottermore quiz is not uh, 100%. There's some flaws to it. Because yeah, it's not accurate? No, it's not that it's not accurate. It's just, it's not like a full picture. So there's like real like super nerds um, that have, which I appreciate, not, I don't say that lovingly, that have gone through and recorded all of the questions from Pottermore. And um, there's like a whole separate quiz that you can like Google and find online that's like every single question to Mm -hmm. give you like a more in-depth analysis, if you will. Because I think it's only like, I don't know, 10, 20 questions. Like it's a really short quiz if you take it on Pottermore. And so I've taken it. Okay, two so, or three times and you can get different answers obviously you change throughout your life or whatever but like you okay can... so pottermore is basically for like not hardcore fans it's just for like the general fan yeah who just wants to be like oh yeah. what's my thing yeah what's my like house? all the people that were on that fucking game show that didn't know <laughs> that thought dumbledore's middle name was brian yeah like those people <laughs> those people are who oh Pottermore my god that was so good it was so and insane. sad at the same time it was so insane i was like i even, would have a better chance than this person. Yeah. And I know nothing about these people. Even having never heard of Harry Potter or Dumbledore or anything, just like hearing his name, you choose Brian out of all the options? So insane. Is there any characters in Harry Potter, and I'm asking you specifically, yeah. like not just like sarcastically, yeah. that have a name that's so modern basic? I don't think so. They're the, only, the closest I think you could probably get would be Ron. His name is Ron. Okay, Ron, yeah. We've yeah. met Ron's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have. <laughs> um, and then, like, Harry, I guess, is technically, like, a reasonable okay. name. Okay, But Whatever. they're not, like... Whatever. They still have, like, very... Because it's, like, Ron Weasley and Harry Potter. Like, those are very magical-y, you know? Do we know any Harrys? Uh, I don't think we know any Harrys. Isn't, oh, Dirty dirty Harry. That's like a character, right? Dirty Harry? Yeah. That's like a, a Clint Eastwood it's character, right? It's a Clint right? Eastwood, yeah. Yeah, okay. There's like Harry... Uh, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Okay, so there's Harry, one Harry Prince that I Prince Harry, know. Duke of Sussex, or whatever okay, he is. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so... And that was fucking ridiculous. So it's not like there's definitely stuff on Pottermore that's interesting, but it's like if you're like a hardcore fan, like you you might want to do like the more in depth quiz and mm. then just answer the questions that you know are the right answers to get your house that you already know because you've taken the quiz elsewhere. Yeah, that's my tip as a pro tip. <laughs> um, well, I, plus I don't know. I, I I guess in my head, wouldn't you want to do the quiz in the game for like I don't know? It's part of yeah, the experience of I, that's the, the other game thing is itself. like I feel like I would rather do it in the game and like decide then like yeah. The only downside is like if it gives me the wrong answer. <laughs> I mean, when you just play, you just start. I probably over. just start over. You just yeah. restart the game and do it again until you get, you know. Yeah. There's loopholes. Yeah. It's not like you're gonna never get what you want. Exactly. Which defeats the point of the whole thing, but hey. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> we all know everyone does it. Yeah. Exactly. No one's what they should be. Yeah. And then okay, so like some serial killers are slithering. Some bad news. Um, Hogwarts Legacy will not have playable Quidditch. Um, it seemed like it might have it during like the various trailer situations that we've seen, yeah. but and it, it turns out that's not a thing. There, that's a bummer. 
it's kind of like okay with me personally like i don't feel like that's mostly what i'm interested in a harry potter game for but i guess maybe people were excited about that mm-hmm. um and then we did find out that uh if you want there is an exclusive quest the haunted hogsmeade shop if you get it on playstation yeah so of course playstation doing another thing to try to get people to use i mean it's it's so fucked up that (laughs) (laughs) they have to do stuff like this yeah to make up for call of duty maybe being on xbox when they own it several years yeah (laughs) like i get it yeah so i'm not 100 percent sure if i care enough about an extra quest just on principle i mean it's just a question of is the quest going to be a lot or is it going to be like something so minor and like yeah. insignificant? You know, like yeah. is it a DLC type thing of like right. substance, or is it just like oh, oh. go talk to this person, yeah. find this item, and now yeah. you have like an alternate color robe? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna laugh. That's what it is. I hope it is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still excited for this game. I feel like the uh, trailer thing that we saw recently does. It had, like, a different vibe than I was expecting. It was, like, there's this... Well, okay, so the trailer that we just saw, I think, was focused on that quest. That's what I got out of it. Okay, that makes sense. It was tailored to the quest that's exclusive to the game. Because it was, uh... What's it called? Uh, the Haunted Hogsmeade shop, right? Yeah. And that was like, she was, she was in some shop. That's true, And then You're she right. found some like hidden area she went down. Yeah, and, okay, yeah. that's fair. Okay, well in that case it looks like it's probably like something of substance, but I'm still but like they not could really just be sure. Exaggerating. that with the yeah. trailer, you know. And or like could... giving it all away in the trailer and just not telling you that that's yeah, all of it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the the creepy guy laughing at the end didn't that sound a lot like uh, like zombies from Call of Duty? By the way, oh yeah. When I heard that, I was like, did they take that from Call of Duty? (laughs) Maybe it's not very very similar to the Call of Duty zombies. Yeah, right. That's all I had on that. Okay. Well, we're gonna break some hearts with our next news. Yeah. Atomic Heart has been delayed to early 2023. Okay. So, which also means it won't be on Game Pass this this by this year, because it's going to be on Game Pass, but if it's delayed, I guess we'll be seeing it in next year on Game Pass, right? Yeah. That's how it works. Alright, Cyberpunk 2077 is getting an expansion for the game. It's going to be its only expansion, apparently, and it's called Phantom Liberty. It's going to be on next-gen consoles only. Oh, so it fuckers. will not be available on PS4 or Xbox One. Uh, it's going to be released in 2023. It will also be on PC and Stadia, as well as PS5 and Xbox Series X. Okay. I assume S as well. I don't. I assume Series S will have it. Yeah. There will be new characters and areas of Night City that will tie to the Netflix series, the anime. Oh, yeah. Okay. That uh, is That's out cool. currently. Nice. So, I know they've gotten a lot of heat for this not being on, like, what, you know, last gen, if you will. hmm But I kind of feel like... Didn't they get a lot of shit for their game on last gen? Yeah. that's <laughs> I, I guess it's like, was it ever intended to be on all consoles or was it only going to be intended to be next gen? Like, yeah. maybe they realized they couldn't do last gen for the expansion. And I've seen people be like, well, but I bought the game 
expecting to be able to play further stuff. And it's like, but like you're not buying a game for what they could give you later. You're buying yeah. the game for what they gave you now. Yeah. It's I mean, also, at least that's how it's supposed it's to work. It's also a huge game. Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> I mean, I said that to somebody, and they were like mad about it, and I was like, "What? Like, <laughs> realistically, you would probably never even finish everything in the game." Yeah. Before this ever came out. Right. Yeah. So like, it just I don't. Know, I don't. It just seems like you're not. I don't know. Yeah. But I guess this is also kind of like the same concept as like Hogwarts Legacy or. Spider-Man on, you know, we talked about earlier, Spider-Man on uh, the Avengers game. Yeah. You know, it's like there's a market of people who are not going to have access to that. Even if it's not significant and Mm -hmm. it's just as like throwaway thing that they put in, Mm -hmm. you still feel like you're missing out. Yeah, And I get that. I get that idea. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Because I I was pretty pissed about the Spider-Man thing. Yeah. Same. And then when we got it on PlayStation... For dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. And then I played the thing when it came out and was like, oh, that's all it was? Yeah. <laughs> and then I was over it. Yeah. And it's just like, you know. Yeah. But like, there's people that won't have that experience of being like, oh. Oh. Whatever. I didn't care anyway. Yeah. yeah. I'm over it. Because yeah. like they, you know, for them, they, they they don't have access to that. Yeah. Also, I guess this is kind of a push for people to get next gen. I don't know. Could but be, yeah. It's, I guess Cyberpunk's not the game to do that. Since yeah, like, it had a lot of negative... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. attention when it came out that's very true um but we have we've been playing this game a little bit like we haven't mm-hmm. we have to get back into it but like i don't know i enjoyed what we had there was definitely some glitches but nothing that was like game breaking mm-hmm. of course we're on next gen so yeah. yeah well well i don't know if we even reviewed it maybe we'll review that when the uh, dlc mm-hmm. comes out and we play that a little bit yeah good idea um that's another game that you can just get lost in like there's a lot of things to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, I think I did a lot of side quest stuff with Which is not shocking since realizing it's CD Projekt Red and also. Yeah, also Witcher, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's what's funny is yeah. like, I like this game, but like mm-hmm. The Witcher is really hard for me to get into. Mm-hmm. I guess because they're just well, I feel completely like... different styles. One's first person, one's yeah. a shooter, one's... <laughs> yeah, there's like weapons and shit. To... Yeah. Alright, well, uh, last in our gaming news, and we'll probably be done with this episode... Uh, Halo Infinite has an update on their roadmap for the releases coming up. So their fall-winter roadmap they have, with subject to change, of course, uh, November 8th to the March 7th, they have Forge Beta, which is like where you can make your own maps. Uh, campaigns, online co-op, and mission replay will be available. They'll have new maps called Det- Detachment and Argyle. Uh, no clue what I don't know if these are remakes or if they're hmm. new maps. I'm not sure, uh, but I'm just glad we're getting new maps in the coming months. Yeah. Uh, they're going to include a free 30 tier battle pass for everybody, so oh, that's kind of cool. That's nice. I'm sure it'll be full of like trash you will never equip, but yeah. hey, you got it. <laughs> but as we established, but you'll we get will 30 of them. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> And then going into March 7th to June 27th, they will have a new weapon called the M392 Bandit. It looked like it was some kind of assault rifle. I don't know. Okay. The details way beyond that. I'm not sure if it's something that's been in previous Halo games. I didn't recognize it. Uh, They're including a new equipment called the Shroud Screen, which kind of looks like it's just the... um, 
the shield that they have currently, but like 3D dome mm. all around you. It, it looks like that's what it's going to be. Maybe it, it's like blue instead of uh, the yellow, whatever tech looking design. So I assume it's going to be like a, a covenant item. Okay. Like the plasma energy or something like that. Yeah. Uh, they are including new maps for arena and big team battle in this portion of update, but they have not given out what the game, what the the maps are. Okay. Just those are the two uh, playlists that will have it, and of course it'll have a hundred tier battle pass, which you will have to pay for. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So there's a lot coming to Halo. Unfortunately, it's later than it should be. Yeah. But at least it's coming. Yeah. The big question is, will this affect my ability to stick people? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully not. <laughs> or if it does, it's in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, if it helps you. Yeah. It makes it better. Yeah. There actually was a gun at one point. Was it Halo 3? I think it was. There was a gun that launched plasma grenades. Oh. And so like you just shot a bunch of plasma grenades. Oh, that would be great. And like... I was just thinking, like, how fun would that be if you had that and, like, you were able to just stick a bunch of people with that gun? Yeah. That would be pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> it would, like, it would be kind of cheating, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it would add a different level. But if... there would definitely be no skill involved in that because it would just be, like, luck of the draw. Yeah. Shooting a bunch of plasma grenades, right? Right, yeah. be, like, what shit hits and sticks to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. That'll do it for our gaming section for... Part, I guess part two of this episode. Yes. Yeah. Go check was... out. If you if you have not checked out our first section, it is our movies and television. It has most of our D23 conversation, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and then some news. So yep. Go Lots. catch that one if you haven't. Definitely. Yes. So thanks everyone for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to leave us a rating or review on whatever your podcast service is, especially if it's uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. For some reason, that one seems to matter more. Tell your friends. Uh, share the podcast in all the places. We have all the social medias. We've got uh, Facebook, Dissecting yeah. This Fiction. We've collected them like uh, Infinity <laughs> Stones, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then we have Instagram, Dissecting This Fiction. We have Twitter, at DTFPod. You can send us an email directly to dtfpod at gmail.com or you can check out our website for a listing of all of our episodes um, at dtfcast.com. That's it for our gaming section of episode 124 of Dissecting This Fiction. Bye bye <laughs>